here, Julie and the podcasters, Inga, Effie, Angie, and Layla. And today we have a guest, Steph. Today we are going to be celebrating Taylor Swift's birthday by assigning each character one album. So each character is going to be entering the Taylor Swift era. Thank you. I'm Layla. I'm Inga. I'm Angie. And I'm Effie. And Steph, you can also now yeah, say your guess. name. I'm a Steph. Great. Um, do you, Steph, do you want to start by introducing yourself or telling us something about you? Or By the way, um, do we still have the, the guest questions that we used to do? I think I do. I'll look for them. Um, when we're talking, I'll look for them through my laptop. But if I don't, I will probably just think of questions by the end. So how did you, um, did you listen to the podcast or how, how did you end up coming across us i suppose i follow the tumblr so uh, there i saw the post i listened to a couple episodes before but like yeah was, it was because somebody and you're a huge taylor swift fan is that what we're gathering is that what you yeah i've been like a taylor swift fan since the 1989 era i think which seems like very little to me because of like how long she's been singing which was like six years ago so yeah like since like I, I obviously listen to like some of the most popular songs that like, were never ever getting back together on the radio and stuff like that. But like actually listen to her like buy the albums and make the theor- theories and all that since nineteen ninety nine. Nice, nice. Yeah, I I'm definitely not familiar with like her older discography. Yeah, I'm definitely a more like recent fan, I guess. And I'm very like I don't even know if I'm like if I deserve to be called a fan right now, <laughs> just because I'm like I, I just don't follow her as uh as often. And I, I mean throughout the years I know I've like I've heard some of her songs and like liked some of them. But yeah, I think folklore was the album for me that I was like, wow, I've been sleeping on her. Like she's so great at like she's a great songwriter, first of all. Um it, I'm baffled by that, but yeah, so Folklore is my favorite album. Folklore is probably one of the best, but my favorite will always be Lover. I don't know. Something about that cell-colored vibe, love, just so cute. That and Evermore, so it's like the opposite. Evermore is very depressing. Lover is very cute. I love both. I'm I'm more like a fan of her older stuff, actually. Like, I like her new stuff, but my first Taylor Swift album was Fearless. I mean, at that point, Speak Now was already out, but like the first one that I actually bought was Fearless. And yeah, so I've already also been like kind of following her on and off since Speak Now, I guess. I've never like been, like, I never like, just sat down and listened to her music, but I always like heard her music playing. Like, again, I don't even know if I would, I would say I'm a fan, I guess, but like, I generally, like, I never really sat down until her newer albums because I kept hearing her music they didn't realize that it was her and then I'm like oh this is all Taylor Swift nice so after that I started like actually listening to her music more I think yeah, I think the first album I heard of her, like, full, was 1989. And that was only because I, uh, I like, did some volunteering. So we went to, like, this camp. And all throughout, the person driving was a big Taylor Swift fan. So she just put 1989 all throughout the trip. It was, like, eight hours in the car. So I was like, wow, this, I mean, the album was good. So I was like, oh, this is good. And it's Taylor Swift, you know. But, I, again, I, I just did, didn't, I, I didn't went and, like, look for more music. But I was just like, 1989 is good. I like it. So <laughs> I know 1989. Every time I'm like, I listen to a song, I was like, why do I recognize this song? And then they tell me it's from 1989. I was like, that's why. It's forever imprinted in me. I can't remember the first time I listened to a whole Taylor Swift album and joined, but I think it was Red when it came out in 2014. I just, okay, it's like 
it's after school. After school, I always go into the Walgreens and I buy snacks. They had a stand, Taylor Swift CDs, and it said red. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy the CD. I'm just going to go listen to it on YouTube. And that's what I did. And I was like, the first song that got me into Taylor Swift fully 100% was 22. And I was like, oh my God, I love her. I heard Love Story and all the other ones, but I was like, oh yeah, those are just good songs. But what made me a stand is when I heard 22 for the first time. And I was like, okay, I'm ride or die for Taylor Swift. I'm never going. I'm never leaving her side. Okay. Do we want to start with the signing? Yeah, we can start. Cool. How do we want to do it? We could do it character by character since we have Julie, the boys, uh, plus Willie, Flynn, and Carrie, I guess. That's the extent of my list. I didn't do more than that because I felt like that would have been too much on my end. So which character do we want to start with? Julie. My list always starts with Julie. I don't know. She's always As, as it should. As it should. All this should start should with Julie. Julie. So you want, Steph, do you want to go first or you want us to go before you? Since you're the guest. I kind of want you guys to go first to see like if we have the same answers. Okay. Like it's not right or wrong, but I'm still going to be right. There's only, there's no wrong answers except when you're wrong. Okay. I'll okay. be the judge of who's wrong. Let's see who can convince me since I right. once again didn't do the assignment. So it's okay. Um, it's yeah. Okay. Well, I, I again, I just felt like I'm not familiar with her older stuff. So I was like, it's hard for me to try and sign that. Can I go first then? Yes, definitely. It was your idea. And you said you have such an, such, such an accent extensive list i'm sorry i can't speak today obviously okay i'm gonna tell you the format of my list so i have i didn't repeat albums except one time when i kind of merged two characters together into one album we'll come to that later so i have three songs from each album and each song has three groups of lyrics that i thought so so i'm gonna list the album tell you the a song and then the, the lyrics that correspond with it that I felt like speak on behalf of the character. If it gets too long, I'll just cut it in half and we won't have to go through all of it. But for Julie, to me, it's very important. So for Julie, I put Fearless Taylor's version. So for Julie, the first song, I think Inga already put this in her Taylor, not Taylor Swift album, but in the playlist episode that we did. I think it was Inga. It was the best day because that's such a Julie song. And I, ever since Inga said it, like a few months ago and I was like yes every time I listen to it I think of Inga's playlist and I'm like there's no other song that speaks to Julie other than that and the lyrics that I put for her I'm 13 now and don't know how my friends could be so mean I come home crying and you hold me tight and grab the keys obviously I thought of this part of when her and Carrie stopped being friends and she's having this issue with it so she would go home to her dad and the next lyric is I have an excellent father his strength is making me stronger God smiles on my little brother inside out he's better than I am so this is her idolizing her younger brother for being so strong throughout their lives and probably after uh, their mom's death because you can see in the show Julie takes her death a little harder than Carlos does or at least that's how it's portrayed and the third lyric I put and now I know why all the trees change in the fall I knew you were on my side even when I was wrong. So this again shows Ray being that overprotective, very supportive father that she needed in her life when she was going through her rough time. The third song is Change. Change is a song I haven't heard in a long time, but when I heard it, again over this week and I was like it's such a Julie song one of the lyrics I thought was you know it's all the same another time and place repeating history and you're getting sick of it but I believe in whatever you do so this kind of reminded me of her overcoming her fear of stage fright but then it comes again when after she gets attached to the boys and then she has to perform by herself but then she's like oh I could do this the second lyric is we're getting stronger now finding things they never found they might 
be bigger, but we're faster and never scared. Again, this is about them overcoming what their personal difficulties, them trying to overcome Caleb and Julie herself trying to overcome her own personal fear of performing by herself and feeling alone. And the third lyric is tonight we'll stand, get off our knees, fight for what we've worked for all these years. And the battle was long. It's the fight for our lives. We'll stand up champions tonight. Like obviously it's stand tall kind of references. And I felt like it's their last performance in the show. And it was really good. And I couldn't do Fearless album without the song Fearless. Obviously the whole song, I couldn't quote the whole song, but I put... It's obviously, I felt like it's a very juke song. It was a very juke song. So I'll just put the first lyric. And I don't know, but with you, I dance in a storm in my best dress, fearless. Obviously, I felt like this whole song kind of reflected how Luke blindly believed in Julie immediately after when he met her. It's like, oh, she could sing. I know she could do this song. He gave her bright without a second thought. And this whole song just reflects their entire relationship. And I thought it was cute. So fearless for Julie. I have fearless for Julie too. But to be honest, like the song fearless to me will always be a relaxed song. To me, that's just completely relaxed. But extremely otherwise, valid. Extremely valid. Otherwise, yeah, I definitely picked fearless for for Julie as well. I don't know. It just it just works. It's like this 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 kind of it's sometimes really upbeat and sometimes also kind of sad, but like in a in a good way. And definitely like best day is such a song for the Molinas. Like it's just perfect. So I agree. Uh, I can go next. So I actually chose Folklore for Julie. So I was like looking at the songs that it had. This like, I don't have as much reasoning, but I was just looking at like the songs and the albums and some of them are like pretty sad and I'm like, I'm sorry, Julie, but like it just fit the vibe. Whether it was like the sadness of like everything that happened with my mom and everything or just like with the boys when like she felt when they didn't show up, but there was just like, I don't have anything specifically, but there were just some songs that I remember like I guess gave me kind of so I chose lower. I tried to like no don't get carried away just because of the aesthetic, but it did influence my decision because like I see you and just I immediately think of lover and it's like how the album looks. Feels but also some songs like soon you'll you'll get better. Reminded me a lot of like Julie and her mom. That we don't know what happened, but like it like it definitely gives you like that feeling of like sadness and like grief which she had. There are a lot of like love songs that are like very like very happy and I feel like that's very like relationship we look like they have they haven't gone through like a lot of like the end of the series it was like really sad but other than that they have really really like conflicts that are like very like heartbreak or something like that so like I feel like in general it's a very happy relationship relationship in like things like I think he knows or lover really remind me of them and then we have it's nice to have a friend which I feel like also have like romantic understands like if we take that away it does remind me of Julie and Plin. So I think those are like the main reasons I chose Lover. Wow, like oh, honestly, I see all because I remember listening to Lover. Uh, it didn't have my attention as much as folklore did, but I, yeah, I see, I see all of your points. I suppose so I can't choose on this one. I feel like all of you, I, I would take as the right answer. So yeah. I, I sorry, but on this one, I'm just going to have call a tie uh, and Julie's all of these albums, all three of them, Fearless, Lover and Folklore. Which I'm means Leila and I win because two of us um, chose Fearless, right? Yes, exactly. Um, Two points. <laughs> I accept that. I accept that win, yeah. But I am so mad. Even though we have all these characters, I didn't pick my favorite album, Lover. And I realized that by the end of my list, I, like, I didn't choose Lover for anybody. It's strange. But... Really? I literally was thinking you were going to say that for Willex. I was gonna, 
then I said, mm, that's too, I said it before. And I was like, and I, Willix is the album lover itself. But I was like, what are the characters separated? Because Willix is lover. But when we separate Alex and Willie together, what do we get? And I'm kind of proud of my choices. But my next person on the list is Luke. And Luke, there's a lot of chatter online when the first show first came out two years ago, Netflix, that Luke would be one of her newer albums, like 1989 or something like that. But I say no. Luke is speak now. Luke is speak now because, okay, the newer albums, like 1989, is what Luke thinks he is. Speak now is what he really is because he's really a child. But Speak Now has a lot of good songs that I feel like reflect Luke as a person. So my first song is Back to December. And I interpret Back to December as the month where he ran away from his house because they had a Christmas tree inside the house. So Back to December is basically a song he's singing to his mom. And one of the lyrics are, because the last time you saw me, it, it still burned in the back of your mind. You gave me roses and I let them there to die. So this is basically his mom trying to show her love for Luke and trying to protect him. I don't know why she didn't want him to do music, but obviously it's her way of showing love or I don't know, some parents don't want to choose music for their kids because it's not a reliable income source and he took it the wrong way. And another lyric was this is me swallowing my pride standing in front of you saying I'm sorry for that night and I go back to December all the time. This is him. It kind of reminds me of the part where he goes back to his parents as a ghost during his birthday and he's just sitting on the windowsill like trying to be there for them even though it's too late when you crept fear into my mind you gave me all your love and all I gave you was goodbye again this is referencing him running away from the house my second song that I thought was very much Luke from the album is Never Grow Up kind of Never Grow Up kind of reminded me of it's like Taylor wrote the song about someone stealing her boyfriend but I was like someone stealing something so I was like okay it could be like Bobby stealing his music because it's kind of it kind of carries a similar theme he's a soon she's gonna find stealing another people's toys on the playground won't make you many friends so this kind of reminded me of him finding out that Bobby stole his music and he's like oh stealing someone else's stuff isn't going to give you what you need at the end because it belongs to someone else especially his music that he so he tried so hard to get out there before he died another lyric i thought was good she's not a saint and she's not what you think she's an actress again a referencing bobby stealing his stuff and taking fame and didn't get not giving him credit and i can't pick speak now without the song haunted because the ghost theme so haunted i think i picked this as a juke song i can't remember but one of the lyrics i put down is i thought you had it figured i thought i had you figured out something's gone terribly wrong and you're all i wanted again i feel like this is very juke i just love it i just love this song so it's just so good and another lyric i put down can't go back i'm haunted you and i walk a fragile line i have known it all the time never ever tonight i'd see it break never thought i'd see it so maybe this is him falling in love with julie and it's like oh there's this fragile line he's dead and she's not but yet they still want to be close to each other whether it be friends or not so i thought it was a very juke song and i liked it a lot so yeah i could speak now for luke i really like that with um, um connecting back to december to luke that's I, i haven't thought of that like that but i really like it it really really fits thank you I have reputation for Luke because it's like 
kind of, like like basically it's it's her edgiest album and like it's the closest in vibe to now or never and luke trying to be um more like rock and more like edgy and yeah so so basically that's why i chose reputation for luke so i didn't have any like for luke personally but i did have a few for like luke and julie together so fearless both the original and taylor's version and speak now i was just looking at the songs and they just they fit the duke vibe like Layla explained a bunch of them already, but yeah, I was just looking at the songs and they just sound like they would work for both of them. So fearless and speak now am I okay so i went with red taylor's taylor's version and taylor's version because um from the vowels she now has nothing new and then that combined with the lucky one that part really like time passing and being replaced and like kind of having like knowing everything and then you know nothing i feel like and how do uh there's like a line from nothing new that has you know everything 19 and nothing at 22 and Look, he didn't age, like, it still just was, like, before he died, and, like, he, like, thought he was, like, you know, everything, like, he was going to accomplish so much, and then he died, and then, like, he has no idea what she's doing for the girls, like, in relationship to, to everything, there like, so many other people, like, you know, just, like, existing, where, where, like, living their lives, and he never get, got to live and I feel like those are really like the feelings that I get from the lucky one and nothing new. Also, I learned that uh, Sad Beautiful Tragedy is uh, about Taylor's parents' divorce and I learned that like two weeks ago but I listened to it and like the the lyrics I got them here because like so much of it they remind me of uh, Luke and it's like distance, timing, breakdown, fighting, silence, the rain, the train runs off a track, kiss me, try to fix it, could you just try to listen, hang up, give up, and for the life of us, we can get back and that's like very much uh, he and his family fighting. Also, they like, and you got your demons and darling, they all look like me because of how much has time has passed. Like, his family like, still thinks about him and it's still like the trucking theater parties. Like, like his family is still very present, but he's in there. Like, he so the, it reminds me a lot of him. Then we also have, I feel like, a state of grace and holy ground. Just like in general, he and just like the guys, just like like this moment, this thing we have is very important, very like yeah, like very significant to me. And I feel like those things are very like related to songs. I feel like there are a lot of songs that Taylor Wise are like romantic, but you can look at them from other angle and still feel like a lot of situations like back to December and also run because I don't feel like him and, and you have to run away there's definitely like this relationship that's probably not going to work out and it's like let's for a moment go listen to it when anyone just need the two of us and i feel like that's a lot of him and julie at some point so that's why i choose right all right steph you are the winner of this round but Leila, you get a point for back to december Great, John. Uh, first of all, holy ground is such a voice that the boys thought. And I was just, when you were talking about it, I was like, holy ground is their song. Just the three of them together. Great job, Steph. I love that. Yeah, I'm convinced. I mean, I also like, I've listened to that more recently. So like, you know, everything is fresh in my mind. So, but still very good points. And again, Leila, you get the point for Back to December because that was a perfect match. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. For Reggie, I have another old album and then we start stepping into the newer album for the rest of the characters. Uh, for Reggie, obviously it has to be the countryest album, Debut. Debut has a lot of good songs that I haven't heard in a long time, but 
a lot of them are sad. Like, I haven't heard debut in a long time, but it's a lot of her songs are sad. The country songs really hit hard in some parts. The first song I put, A Place in This World, it reminded me of Reggie because of this lyric right here. I don't know what I want, so don't ask me because I'm still trying to figure it out. Don't know what's down this road. I'm just walking. So this kind of reminds me of his carefree attitude. He doesn't have a lot of planned things going on, but he's just trying to find a place in this world. And the second lyric that I put down for a place in this world for Reggie is feeling lucky today, got the sunshine. Could you tell me what more do I need? And tomorrow's just a mystery, but that's okay. So this kind of reflects him being the exact opposite of Alex, which with Alex, if you think tomorrow's a mystery, he'll be too busy being anxious about what not knowing something while Reggie would be like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just deal with tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Another song I thought was really cute was I'm Only Me When I'm With You. It kind of um, reminds me of just Reggie being able to be himself when he's with his friends. And a lyric is, I'm only up when you're not down. Don't want to fly if you're still on the ground. Because I felt like this is like the flying solo, but for Reggie and Luke, because I feel like they're such close friends and it's just perfect for them. And another lyric I put for this song is when I'm with anybody else, it's so hard to be myself and only you can tell. So I feel like Reggie probably was just the weird kid that nobody wanted to hang out with. But then he found this group of kids that accepted him for who he was and they just appreciated him more. The outside, the outside is me complaining to Netflix because Reggie needs storyline. I'm tired of this boy just standing there being a cutie little pie. He needs more to him. So I felt like because how I interpreted this song each of his friends had a storyline. Willie and Alex best together, Luke and Julie together. And he was just there just trying to befriend Julie's dad who can't even see him. So I felt like it's called The Outside. So The Outside says, how can I ever try to be better? Nobody ever lets me in. And I can still see you. This isn't the best view on the outside looking in. So I feel like Reggie needs to be a part of the inner circle because he was just the B plot. Willex was A-plot, Juke was A-plot, Reggie was background being B-plot, and we need him in the A-plot plot. And another lyric I put down was, I've been a lot of lonely places. I've never been on the outside. So yeah, he's been a lonely kid, but he's never been on the outside with his, when it comes to his friends. And another lyric I put down, I know, I know those two lyrics were the best ones that I found. This one doesn't have three. So I've been a lot of lonely places. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna repeat it again so yeah that's how I heard it because he was really on the outside when it came to those scenes he was just there just there and I was like this is just Reggie trying to be more included in the plot breaking down the third wall say hello give me a plot line because I need one yeah so that's my Reggie that's my Reggie take but Leila, let me tell you those were very strong points already from thank the get go thank <laughs> you I think you put lyrics like it, you like you're really like what is it backing up your my- argument you know <laughs> so like it's harder to refute when you're like giving us proof of why so i can literally share my screen and you can see what it looks like <laughs> yeah we can't compete with this it should just have been like you and steph giving the whole thing and i can extend the back like, and we just um, nod sometimes <laughs> i love taylor swift okay and i just said my love is about to shine through but honestly yeah that's what she deserves and that's what you deserve to express your love <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to continue. I also picked um, Taylor Swift, so like the, the first album, the debut album for, for Reggie, also because it's the most country album that, that there is. And I feel like it, like it has 
it has a lot of emotions. It's, it's like the sad, heartbroken um, with the breakup songs that kind of like fits the the whole thing with with um, Reggie's parents. And but it also has like pictures to burn as a really angry angry song. And I feel like Reggie has some anger even though he doesn't really show it much. But it also has some really optimistic and almost a bit of naive songs. Um, like for example, Oh My My My, or what the name is. Um, so I feel like that also is something like Reggie's. Sometimes he's a bit like a like a puppy, as a lot of people keep saying, and we've said before. So I feel like that also um, really describes him. So yeah, I definitely 100% agree. Um, Taylor Swift is the album for Reggie. Yeah, I mean, I did the same thing. I just uh, instantly, I was like, which album has the most country music? Okay. And that was like my one thought process was just the country. I'm like, yep, that's Reggie. He would love that album. So. Like, I don't listen to the beat that much, so it really didn't come to mind. And unfortunately, I'm not winning this round uh, because I just went off five. Like, I chose 1989, and I don't have songs. I don't have a reasoning behind it. I just, like, think they feel the same. But, yeah, like, after the explanation for the beat, like, I cannot be, I'm wrong about this one. Okay, then, yeah, it's, I guess, kind of unanimous that Taylor Swift is Reggie's album. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be 1989, but other than what's that one song from 1989 that I thought it would fit? Reggie. And there's no, there's, I didn't feel anything else. All you had to do was stay. I love that song. And I was like, that's such a Reggie song. But that's the only one from the album that I thought spoke to me regarding Reggie. So I just went with debut because it had more proof and more evidence for me to support my claim. I also feel like um, um, Home is My Horses would kind of fit into, into the yes, new album. Yes, it would. You could just sneak it in there. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a Taylor Swift original. And no one would know the difference. Also, for the next round, I just want to say that I feel like Leila and I are speaking the most because we really love Taylor Swift. And it's like when you are giving the floor, like, you just speak about her. You tell us about her song. You're like, I was waiting for this moment. Oh, yes, I was. <laughs> we were waiting. waiting. You're, yeah, and it's amazing. It's great that like you go first and last, you know, because like it closes the circle perfectly. Okay, we'll continue with Alex. So we all agree that Will X together combined is lover, but Alex by himself, he's Evermore. Alex carries the Evermore vibe, even though I don't like to, you know, I don't like angst, but oh my god, this carries through. It carries through good songs. So Evermore. Obviously, I'm gonna put Willow as the first song, as the Willux theme. Everybody knows it's the Willux. <sighs> and this is basically the song of Alex allowing himself to fall in love with Willie. Number one quote would be I'm like the water when the ship rolled in that night, rough on the surface, but you cut through like a knife. And if it was an open cut case, I would never know from the look on your face. Lost in your current like a priceless wine. Obviously, this is him falling in love. This is him straight up. Falling in love, allowing himself to be swept up by Willie, the tornado that is known as Willie. Next lyric is, I'm begging for you to take my hand, wreck my plans, that's my man. That's him allowing himself to be reckless and more childlike than his uptight, usual, anxious personality, especially when they broke into the museum. Third quote would be, would be life was a willow and it bent right to your wind. They count me out time and time again. Life was a willow and a bent right to your wind. But I come back stronger than a 90s trend. I have to come through with the 90s trend because obviously he came back stronger than a 90s trend as a ghost. And he's ready to live his life better the second time around. The second song is Gold Rush. I really love Gold Rush. And I feel like some of it would really fit Alex of him. You know, I'll explain it with the song. Um, I don't like a gold rush. 
I don't like anticipating my face in a red flush. I don't like that anyone would die to feel your touch. Obviously, this is him probably first time feeling jealousy. I don't think he's ever experienced jealousy in the show that we know of, but this is probably him first time experiencing a lot of emotions, having feelings for a boy. So he's like having a lot of firsts the first time, first time falling in love, first time getting jealous, first time letting himself go. Another lyric is, um, I don't like the slow motion double vision and rose blush. I don't like that falling in love feels like flying till the bones crush. Everybody wants you, but I don't like a gold rush. So probably this is him trying to set limits. Um, I want to take things a little slow, but I also want to like fall in love with you. And another third lyric that I really liked and I thought it was very Alex. And the coastal town we never found will never see a love as pure as it because it fades into gray of my day old tea because it will never be gleaming twinkling. I felt like this was him just saying, this is him probably departing from Willie because he thought he was going to cross over. And the love, he will never find love as pure as it. This is him saying goodbye to the love he had with Willie because he's about to cross over. The third song, it's not Willex related, but it's more Alex and his family related. I think Closure as the third song to seal the deal. One of the best songs, one of the best lyrics on Closure is probably the ones at the beginning. It's been a long time and seeing the shape of your name still spells out pain and it wasn't right. The way it all went down looks like you know that now. So probably this is him reuniting with his parents and still feeling the hurt that he felt from them not fully accepting him when he came out as gay. Another lyrics is another lyric that I chose. Yes, I got your letter. Yes, I'm doing better. Yes, I know it's over. I don't need your closure. This is probably them. Probably if they start seeing him and they want to fix issues, things with him. And he says, I don't want none of that. Yes, I see that you're sorry, but it's too late now. Third lyric steals the idea with guilty, guilty, reaching out across the sea that you put between you and me. It's fake and it's so unnecessary. That's him coming to terms that you guys lost your chance with loving me when I was alive, so it's not going to happen now. That was Evermore for Alex, my favorite songs from the album. Yeah, I, I really like those, um, those those matches. For some reason, Evermore and Folklore, that's just, I, I liked songs, but they never really, they never really stay in my head that much. Like, um, mm -hmm. what I always liked really a lot about Hella Swift was that, um, that she tells like a story in a song, and I don't know, in, in um, Folklore and Evermore, I have in a lot of songs, I have a harder time to find a story, I guess. Um, my, my, my choice, like I kind of have two choices for Alex. The first one is, is Lover, actually, partly because what you said in, in our playlist episode, but also like in, in kind of the aesthetics of the, of the album and kind of, kind of also because of um, You Need to Calm Down, because I feel like that would be like that, that song and the video would be like, would kind of show Alex how far things have come when it comes to, to gayness and queerness. And yeah. And I don't know, it's also kind of like there are quite a few, um, quite a lot of like more upbeat and, and happier and, and also kind of dancier songs. So, yeah, I, I felt like that that works for Alex. And I also kind of felt that that red, um, like the vibe of red kind of fits Alex, but I don't really have that much of an explanation for that. It was more like, yeah, yeah, that that kind of I can kind of see that. Lover is my favorite album, so I agree 100 percent. I mean, I agree with both of you guys. That's what those were. That was very good reasoning. Um, I put Lover for. I did like Willie and Alex. I just had to put Lover. I'm sorry, it just fits. I mean, just looking at like looking at the songs, it just. I don't know how to explain. They just fit Willie and Alex. Um, it just fits them really well. So, 
I, that's, I kind of went to like one album for both of them that were. So I almost went with Evermore and then instead I went with Folklore, which is like similar, but I feel there are more songs here. And I don't know if you mentioned Tolerated with Evermore because that was like the song that made me almost choose Evermore because it's really like, I think like my love should be celebrated, reviews tolerated, and it's like Alex is so much, but I ended up choosing Folklore and there are a lot of songs. So the one with if like I feel like this more like if the love like has passed, it's like I wish you would have been you. But I still like probably gonna pass because he has to like leave. Like it really is going to start here. So it's, it's like I feel like some person like I wish it was you, but it wasn't then my tears ricochet because I think uh folklore has a lot of songs that you can like give a full perspective to like you can really like read them for like homophobic parents like having homophobic parents and like you being the, the one like singing the songs and I feel like if you listen to my two ricochet with that perspective is 100% Alex then we have mirror ball that is about uh, wanting to like changing yourself to fit <laughs> to fit like the different scenarios that you are putting I feel like that's maybe something I did a lot before Finding the guys like when where he could use like he himself and be like natural, but there's a line in mirror that's I never be a natural. All I do is try, 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 and I feel like he did that a lot before. Like maybe you like trying to find like somebody who would accept him because parents don't. So like trying to like change things about himself so so maybe someone will love him. And I feel like that's Alice. Also we have Seven. Uh, and I've been meaning to tell you, I think your house is haunted because ghosts, but <laughs> that's not a lie. Uh, I've been meaning to tell you, I think your house is haunted. Um, your dad is always mine, that must be why. So, um, and then is the plan. So, I think you should don't leave with me, then we could fire so you don't have to hide, hide in the closet. So, again, Alex, I was listening to try illicit affairs. Uh, I don't feel like necessarily with Willie, but like before when he was alive having to hide any romantic relationship that he could possibly have, like having to just like rely on little things like like the song is like perfume or something is like maybe like I don't like to come to see me at one of the shows and like I pretend I don't know you because like I cannot have people knowing but like we know I feel like this is the first for before it's something that would probably be fitting for Alex. Then now, now for uh, Willis, we have Invisible Stream. That is like, we were always meant to be together. And like, when they die at different times, and they weren't meant to be even like, well, I don't know when Willis died, but like, I might different times, but we weren't even meant to be in the same place at the same time. Like, now we are. But like, wouldn't we wanted to think there was something that was meant for us to be together right now? Then there is host. Like, your favorite host is the only faithless love is the only hooks I believe in again with it and I think just like the lakes again it's like about about love that's kind of like mm, I don't know if it's more like secret but like like maybe just like we we together we don't need anyone else we just like go to the lakes be there we together be in peace and I feel like for others being like so worried about everything all the time so you you really like to use that with really and be like just us and let's pretend there's nothing else like I really think he wish he could have that even though he can so I feel I feel like folklore really fits the whole time you guys just are making me cry because you're like making all the sad connections around like so like 
I mean, you're right, but still. <laughs> you're right, but still. Like, this is not me forgetting or anything. Even though it is. I love the twin albums. I love them so much. It's just, it's just so perfect. It's so perfect because I put folklore for Willie. It's just everything you just said. It's already written down right here. I chose a few different songs, but it's the same sentiment. For Willie, I put folklore. I put this is me trying mainly because of the lyrics just really scream willy to me one of the lyrics are i've been having a hard time adjusting i've had the shiniest wheels now they're rusting okay we'll ignore the wheels part because that's a little on the nose but i feel like him being dead a lot a little while than alex he probably was getting bored of it even though he put on the facade because we all know his life in the hollywood ghost club wasn't that great but when he's out and he's free he he's free but I feel like he's probably just getting tired of being a ghost by himself, by being surrounded by other ghosts. But those are probably people who are trapped there who have to work for the Hollywood Ghost Club. Another, another lyric that I have from that song is, they told me all of my cages were mental. So I got wasted like all of my potential. And my words shoot to kill when I'm mad. I have a lot of regrets about that. I feel like he's just, he just regrets his death probably a lot. And he's been trapped with Caleb for a very long time. And um, that part where he says, they told me a lot of my cages were mental. I feel like that screams manipulation. Caleb being very a big presence in his life has been very controlling for God knows how long. Another song is Seven. I love Seven, but I didn't interpret it as a Willex song. I felt like probably Willie thinking back to the first love he had when he was alive and or maybe an AU when they first when they meet before, but I felt like it's like him probably reminiscing the first time he fell in love when he met Alex sweet tea in the summer cross your heart won't tell no other and though I can't recall your face I still got love for you and another lyric is and I think you should come live with me and we both can be pirates and you won't have to cry or hide in the closet like Steph already said it's it's a very gay coded song it's very queer and it's like Taylor Swift did the work for us and now we all just have to do is appreciate it and a third song I put was the bonus track, The Lake, that came after the album was released. I really love the song. It says, take me, your place to the, take me to the place where all the poets went to die. I don't belong, and my, my beloved, neither do you. I feel like this is just them connecting over the fact that they're both dead, and they don't belong in this time, but they just belong together. And what should be over, burrowed under my skin, and the heart-stopping waves of hurt. I've come too far to watch some name-dropping sleeve take tell me what my words are worth I felt like this is him just overcoming Caleb and getting tired of him and him deciding to help the boys cross over because he's tired of just living in fear of somebody telling him what he's worth and um this last part I I want auroras and sad prose I want to watch wisteria grow right over my bare feet because I haven't moved in years and I want you right here I feel like this is him just trying to be with Alex despite knowing that Alex is going to have to cross over eventually and leave him behind. It's such a beautiful song. So that's what I have for Willie. I kind of had a hard time finding an album for Willie. I also did this like yesterday really, really quickly because I didn't really have too much time and I didn't actually expect to be here today. So I didn't um, do as much work as I probably would have done if I did expect to be here. I ended up with Speak Now for Willie, but to be quite honest, I don't know how to explain why I did that. I feel like it was just kind of the one 
in in some ways it was the one that that well that was left is kind of mean but um yeah I, I just I, I don't know I, I feel like I don't really get too much of a Willy vibe from any of the of the Taylor Swift albums so I went to speak now and I can't explain why give me a few minutes and I'll support speak now I'm pretty sure there's some Willy songs in there you just gotta you just gotta look you just gotta tweak a little things and find them Sounds good. You can do that for me. Um, I feel like maybe mine kind of works as a Willex song, but more from Alex's point of view than from Willie's point of view. So the story of us is very cute. It would work. Yeah, Aww. but that's like also a breakup song. Well, they do leave each other by the end, kind of. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I finally speak now for Willie, so like I have things to say. Well, I do can... my work for me. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, you can go next because I didn't have a song, a separate album for William. Sorry, I just, I kept thinking, I kept thinking of Love right now. I was just like, this is both of them. I'm going to put this here. But no, yeah, you can go ahead for Speak Now for William. Okay, so I feel first of all, Innocent, mostly because I feel like he felt very guilty after making um, the boys meet Caleb and like all the things that that situation caused. So, yeah, um, Looking at the lyrics right now. Uh, time turns, points to ember. You have me September. Everyone of us has messed up too. Uh, I feel like this is more like Alex comforting him and being like, it's okay, like it's not your fault. It's alright, just wait and see. You string of lights is still right to me. Of you are is not what you've been. And I feel it's also like generally like working for failure does not make you a bad person. Like you are still innocent in, in a way. It's okay, life is a tough crowd. 32 is still growing up now. Uh, who you are is not what you did. Uh, 32 is still growing up now. Because he is like still in the body of a teenager, young adult. But like he's been around for a while. So and so he's like, like just too young. But like at the same time, no, but like just still learning to do all these things. Because like you never, uh, like it's different to do them as a ghost than as a person. You're also like enchanted. Like I was enchanted to meet you. Like tell me that's not the song that sounds like when like he takes off the helmet. It's like the the hair flipping in slow motion. Like that's that's the song that in my head that's what they were both uh, listen to when that thing happened. Last kiss because like yeah they don't break up. Like they kind of do. Like they think it's going to they are going to like go in separate directions. At the end of the day they don't like the last kiss. For that moment where they think they are, like where they are saying goodbye, I feel like uh, it's, it's a lot. Mine, again, also like with that song, like you are the best thing that has ever been mine. And also feel like you may have read it about girls and careful daughter. Uh, I feel like that's about Alex, <laughs> like we're not worry about most stuff and like he's trying to get like loosen up and just be more uh, willing to taste takes risk and stuff like that and I do like that it's both of them so yeah speak now I finally have like one in common with other person because like my choice is what I was the only one choosing that specific album thank you Angie you didn't get to do the, didn't get to do your, your judging for Alex so do you want to do that now for Alex as Willie? yeah with Alex I'm gonna go with folklore just because I love that album and I can remember the lyrics and like I get the reasons uh, with Willie, I would go with Speak Now, but I do like This Is Me Trying in, for, from, from folklore for uh, Willie. Yeah, hey guys, hey, you did it. That's the point. And I didn't even have to explain myself. That's great. <laughs> Thanks for doing that for me, Steph. It just worked out. First of all, oh, and we keep forgetting about Long Live. Long Live is such a Julie song, but I should have mentioned that. 
so long live with a Julie song. It's it's just so good. It kind of it just kind of gives me stand tall vibes. Long live all the memories we've made, crashing through something this walls with you. Something it's just it just gives me very Julie and the Phantom vibes. If they would have a a Taylor Swift song pass as a Phantom song with Julie, it would be that one. Yeah, like the line, the line where the chorus I think is no, it's a bridge. Like telling how the crowds went wild and all the stuff. Like it's really like about the band and like all the things they got to do when you. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a lot of Julie. And the part, and the part where she was like, "Kids in ripped up jeans got to rule the world." It's them. It's them. It's just that whole song is them. It's so good. How many more characters do we have? Because I have two. But they're mashed together. Yeah, I think we have Carrie and Flynn left, right? Yeah, I put them together. Okay, then I'll continue. Okay, this is me just sharing the delusion of them being in love because I'm still pushing that flurry agenda. This is me pushing the flurry agenda because Red, even though it's about Jake, I'm not gonna say his last name. We're gonna ignore that. We're gonna ignore that, and we're just gonna pay attention to this because Red, the album has a lot of push and pull, back and forth kind of vibes, and I feel like that is flurry. Them pushing and pulling and coming to terms or refusing to come to terms with the love they have for each other despite whatever reason they have so i have flary red taylor's version um i put state of grace for the first song because i really like it and it kind of just again it comes with the will they won't they kind of vibes with this lyric we are alone in our changing minds we fall in love till it hurts or bleeds or fades in time okay i feel like I'm not gonna go too much in fan theory because they're not officially canon, but I feel like they just have this. Obviously, they have they rivals because she's Julie's best friend and Carrie was the ex friend, and there's like tension there. But I feel like Julie and Phantoms can do it. They can make them canon if they really want. And the another lyric is, "You come around and the armor falls, pierce the room like a cannonball. Now we're all we know is don't let go. We're alone, just you and me." I feel like if they would have time with them being just by themselves without they have to without the the armor that they put up around each other, they could actually fall in love. And I would love that. And this part is where the the push part comes from the push and pull kind of relationship. So you were never a saint, and I loved you in all shades of wrong. We learned to live with the pain, mosaic broken hearts, but this love is brave and mild. Again, love is love. And let these little girls just come to terms with their emotions. I just want to see and another song is from is from the vault message in a bottle it's such a beautiful song and i would die on this hill it's probably one of the best songs from red overall message in a bottle is you're so far away and i'm down feeling like a face in the crowd i'm reaching for you terrified so this is probably just them maybe it could be take literal Flynn watching carrie perform and actually realizing she's she likes her uh and she's afraid of it not only because because she's um it's something new to her also because she they're supposed to hate her because she's the enemy and another one is message in a bottle is all i can do standing here hoping it gets to you so i feel like if she would try to tell carrie she likes her it won't be straightforward i feel like she would try to be like sneaky about it just give little hints because i don't know if that's a risk she's willing to take in case it backfires on her and of course another song from the bolt i bet you think about me another iconic song i feel like this if maybe they liked each other before and then that the whole thing happened with julie and then carrie moved on with nick i didn't want to mention his name today but i had to but a lyric is 
But now that we're done and it's over, I bet you couldn't believe when you realize I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. And I bet you think about me. This is pushing the agenda that they're exes. But you know what they say. You can't help who you fall in love for. And you and I fell like an early spring snow. But reality crept in. You said we're too different. You laughed at my dreams and rolled your eyes at my jokes. This is them falling apart from their crushes because Carrie is a mean person as she is showed in the show for some reason. We don't know why, but this is what we're going with because it's canon so far. The last lyric that I chose, the voices are loud saying, why did you let her go? Does it make you feel sad that the love that you're looking for is the love that you had? Closing it up. They're, they're not together. Carrie is uh, Carrie desperately wants a relationship, which is why she's holding on to Nick so long when they say we're breaking up. And she's like, oh, it's not the first time I heard that. She wants a relationship with somebody for some reason. And she's looking for love. The love could have been Flynn if she didn't ruin it. So that's what I have for the both of them. Do I just do Carrie or do I do Carrie and then Flynn? Because I have them separately. Whichever one you want. Yeah, we okay. can um, do Carrie and Flynn in one i guess okay for carrie i have 1989 i don't know i, f- I feel like that's it, it gives me strong carrie vibes like it, it's it's like songs like welcome to new york and, and new romantics are like i feel like those are those are songs that that just they're kind of like in the in the vibe of um her having big dreams and her, her wanting to go go far and yeah kind of trying to to have these songs as, as songs for someone who's in the same boat basically and then there are definitely some songs where she where she has like she's kind of working on her image like I always I feel like she's she kind of tries to portray to be like the mean girl and the the, the femme fatale in the, the, in the kind of like with blank space for example and then of course bad blood um, is also kind of I don't know I feel that that's a very Carrie song but then there are also some songs that I would also put in, into like the flurry category like for example wildest dreams because I feel like especially at this point where they're um, like fighting and stuff it would to her if she has feel because she has feelings for Flynn because we're gonna go with that they're gonna be canon it's like yes she wants that but it's like in in, in her wildest dreams because she can't see that that's happening because Flynn obviously hates her which she doesn't but you know and same kind of with clean which which maybe slightly works for the whole friendship friendship breakup between um her and and julian and flynn and when it comes to to um all you had to do was stay i feel like that could work for her mom because we don't know what happened to her mom what what's like the the deal with that but no matter what it is i feel like that's probably not easy for for carrie and especially because her dad is famous and has a lot of stuff i don't I think he's there for her as much as he probably should be. So yeah, I feel like that that also really works really well for her. And the whole vibe of the album is just very Carrie in my eyes. I'm just mad I didn't think of it. it it's very Carrie. It is. I can see that. Carrie. Yeah. Just the whole thing. Because when I was thinking, I was like, what fits Carrie? And I couldn't think of anything. And I'm so mad because 1989 is such a Carrie album. I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm gonna listen I to the album after age. we're done and just think of her. Just think of Carrie. I'm like, oh my god, this is such a Carrie album. I love it. And then for Flynn, I honestly, I was with Flynn. It was was also I didn't really know what to put at first. I actually had had folklore and evermore for Flynn and Julie together, but then I put Julie as fearless, and then I ended up like giving giving Flynn both folklore and evermore because to be honest, they always mesh in my head. I I I, I never remember which song goes in which, and I kind of liked the, the more alternative vibe for Flynn because she yeah she she goes more into that direction. 
And yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain it much, but I went with that. Okay, so I kind of like agree with you. Okay, well, first I put I put that for Flynn and Kay together. I'm so happy when you mentioned that because I'm like, that's what I was thinking. They belong together, and I think the songs could fit. Obviously, it's like the version that like fans have made up of them being together, but I think the songs could fit that really well. I agree with 1989 for, well, I actually originally had it for Flynn. Something about the vibes, I don't know, some of the songs, but then I do think it was well for Kay as well. And then for Kay, I also had Reputation. I just, I had that for Kay and Bobby, actually. I think it could fit them both well. Uh, There's just, I mean, yeah, it's just something about the songs. Like, I can't even, it just fits, like, those two characters, kind of, or at least them being perceived as a more villain character in that sense it fits them well i think so so carrie was the one i had like the easiest time picking an animal like immediately like when i was like well what it's uh she like i went reputation like to me was very very easy and i feel bad because of uh the whole like aesthetic of the album like the whole thing surrounding the album like like when you look up from the outside it looks like very uh, like edgy album like uh and also the singles like what you mean you do like you kind of go into it expecting a very much like i don't know like a revenge album like you go into it thinking it's going to be like very showing shade of other people like you like look what you mean you do kind of vibes but like at the end of the day it's really like a love album to me like it's a lot of love songs about it's about being in love, about finding love. And I feel like, to me, like, I feel like at the end of the show, like, there's really, like, a possibility for Gary to have, like, a redemption arc, like, to, to like, for the audience to actually see what happened with between her and Julie, like, to see why they are not friends anymore. Like, you know, I don't think it's going to be just, like, because she's a bad person. So to me, like, it, I feel like it's going to be, like, we have her, like, the first season looking at her, like, being, like, this person like we want to like think it's some sort of villain like when we go look more into it is like actually like a good person i feel like that's what reputation gives me also like some of the songs like getaway card that is one of my favorite songs of reputation i feel like it's very much like something she would write about the breakup like you should have known that i wasn't to it like it's not on me like like think about when you meet like think like think like Thinking about it, was it my fault? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's uh, something that Carrie will do. Also, more Carrie and Finn together. I think that uh, dress and gorgeous, like, really fits their vibe. And again, like, I did something bad in Endgame. Like, I don't think, like, specific lyrics, but I just feel like they have, like, this, like, some of the other albums really have, like, this more vulnerable vibe. Like, they, they have a little more, like, Letting to see into like the feelings and this one to still like it's a little more of like brain break exposed mm-hmm. and I feel like reputation gives like a lot of more like powerful songs like songs where you feel very like confident about what you're doing and I feel like that's very scary so I chose that album for her and for Flynn I chose the same one as Reggie that is 1989 and again, I don't have like a specific songs. I just like went up vibes. Like I just, I feel like it fits her a lot. It feels very like city, very, very like New York, very like pop. And I feel like it fits her vibe. And if I were to do like a specific songs, I feel like most of them fit uh, Gary and Queen, like as a couple, because a lot of them are like about couples, like out of the woods style, all you have to do is stay. Like I wish you would mm, has like a couple. It's very like them because it's not 
already be in a relationship. Like he's like, I wish we would do the things so we could do, so we could be in a relationship. Uh, while this ring that uh, was already mentioned, and I know places, and you know, like because there's still like this rivalry between Julie and Carrie, and like I know places where uh, they won't find out, like having to do this, this thing like kind of in secret still. So yeah, that was uh, the one for me. I don't have anybody else, so I can't continue. <laughs> but I'm gonna say. I was going to put reputations for Caleb because look what you made me do. It was such a gaslighting song. So I was like, yes, of course it's Caleb. Look what you made me do. And I was like, but then I was like, I didn't have anything else to go off of it. So I just stopped my list right there. Yeah, I <laughs> think I, I agree with like reputation for Carrie. And I can see 1989 for Flynn. So I also, also asked my friend, Michaela, what she would say for it. So I'm just going to, okay. So she said for a lover, um, she would give it to Luke because <laughs> because she said that it's it's like optimistic and it goes with like loving the other person so much. And she said that it goes with his vibe and that the Edge of Date episode is just that album. And then she also said song specifically. She said that Last Great American Dynasty goes with Julie with reconnecting with her mom and music and stuff and rising to stardom because of that. Um, and then she said, look, what you, what you made me do goes with Kay because she's seen as the bad guy. And also because both look what you made me do and Dirty Candies, Koyo, both go hard. So that is definitely Very valid. Very valid. How mad I didn't do Caleb. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah. He would, he would be a Swifty. He would be. Uh, yeah, probably. I, I can see that. Yeah, now I can picture him like waiting for Taylor to die. Like plotting against her, you know, just to have her in her like show. I feel like he's the type to watch the Altwell show and be like, the dude has like a point. So it's like, this is what's going to happen. He would approach her because a lot of people could see him. And then he would approach her with this creepy ass deal. And then Taylor's supposed to release a song about Caleb and everybody's going to be losing their mind. Who is she talking about? And then, <laughs> then, then Julie or the boys are going to listen to that song. Damn, that really sounds like Caleb. I'm like, oh my God, Taylor Swift. And that's how they meet. Crossover episode. <laughs> making crossover episodes for people now, not just with other shows. But yeah, I could also see Caleb like trying to get Taylor Swift to perform in the club even while she's alive. I mean, he has that first day as well, or like trying to perform with her on in a concert. I can definitely see that. Like taking the Hollywood Ghost Club to a Taylor Swift concert. That that works. And I would be like, I'll become one of his ghosts just so I can meet Taylor. I'm like, I would go that far. I would go that far. It's not working when I'm alive. So maybe when I'm dead. There's, there's a better chance. It's going to be like cheaper for me to see her when I'm dead because it's not <laughs> happening in the next door. Like, it would be like cheaper. It's going to cost you a soul to go to the Hollywood Ghost Club. That's not cheaper than actual Taylor Swift's ticket. Listen, if Taylor Swift is there, that means I'm getting a free concert every night. It's a win-win situation. Caleb gets my soul. I get to see Taylor Swift every day. I was just saying that I feel like Caleb couldn't get her like alive, you know? Couldn't get her to perform there like while she's alive because she's so big that Caleb, like... There's nothing next to her, basically. Yo, he'd be jealous 100%. He'd be jealous. Definitely. He won't He won't be headlining anymore. It won't be him. But then, what if people, a lot of people who don't know their ghosts, or do they know their ghosts? Go like, oh, hey, it's Taylor Swift. Didn't she die last week? Wouldn't that be confusing? Or do they know they're dead? Because I'm thinking, oh, but they did walk through them. But then that's going to bring a but lot they of... They were going to lie for at the club and i think the lifers all know what's going on like i haven't um, seen the i show. think everybody at the club knows what's happening but they did walk through reggie right or was it luke yeah yeah they were alive oh my god it was through willie and alex it was a couple walking through the couple oh yeah right was it 
And then all the Swifties are going to show off the Hollywood Ghost Club. Caleb is running on Empire then. He's going to be selling everybody, buying everyone's soul just so they can see Taylor Swift. And it's going to work. And he's smart. I'm acting like he already did it. He's smart. That's how Caleb, Eventually, that's how Caleb will like conquer the world. No, but I feel like Taylor would get the club from him. Like he would start <gasps> off like headlining her, but... Taylor's the one who would, like, it would become her Hollywood ghost club at some point. Yeah, eventually she would just take over and then it would be less bad. I feel like she wouldn't um, buy people's souls. She would turn it into a cat cafe for dead people. She would just have a bunch of dead cats and there would be ghosts. And she would just hang out with them for the rest of her life or afterlife. It would be very cute. I want to go to a ghost cat cafe so badly now. Also, I just feel like Taylor, like, she wouldn't also need to take people's souls because people would want to be there. (laughs) Exactly. they just wouldn't leave at the end of like she wouldn't know what's happening and like people just it like, would just happen walk up to her and be like can it like you can have my song like can you play uh, all too well please and oh it would just be easy for her all too well 10 minute version come on this is just break it out and then eventually she would probably have to try and figure out how to give all these souls back because she doesn't want all of them how is this time about talking to taylor swift just being in the hollywood ghost club i'm <laughs> so confused oh taylor taylor does anyone have any other character that's left? Because I'm all done. Oh, there was a song, and I thought it was really cute, and it would be fit for 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 Julie's parents. Um, it's August, and I think it's in folklore or Evermore. And there's lyrics for it. I wanted to do it, but I'm yeah. totally Taylor Swift. Wait, it's really cute. That August is one of the songs that make me sad. Is it August? Oh yes, it's like it's one when she's dying, and they have this limited time left, and it's from Ray's point of view. But I can see us lost in the memory. August slipped away in a moment of time because it was never mine. And I can see us twisted in bed sheets. August slipped away like a bottle of wine because you were never mine. You're back beneath the sun wishing I could write my name on it. Will you call me when you're back at school? I remember thinking I had you. Basically, it's such a sad song. And I was like, young Ray, young Rose, remin- no, them reminiscing of when they were younger, him realizing that she was never his because they have a limited time left together and it was very sad and I almost brought myself to tears thinking about it but I didn't include it in the list because I didn't have more I think I was like close to making like a playlist because no era just fit them together so I was like we'll just go with August and we just go from there but I didn't have enough time on that note I would say that probably soon you'll get better also works I, probably more like from from Julie's or even Carlos point of view about how Rose, did I but, not but, think of yeah. that that song is so sad. When I say that song is so sad, like I haven't said it for all of her songs. All her songs make me cry. Soon You'll Get Better is such a beautiful song, especially, let me just, the line where she says, you like the nicer nurses and something like, I pretend that that isn't real. It could be like Julie just being in denial about her mom's death. It's just such a yeah. sad song. I, I actually, um, like when it comes on in my on my t- uh, shuffle, I just, I often actually I skip it because it's just so sad. I'm like, I'm, I'm not in the mood for her to be this depressed right now. <laughs> I see. I'm not depressed enough. Oh, now I just have to make a bunch of Taylor Swift playlists to get this out of my system so I can be able to do anything else later today. I can't find a so list kudos of Kudos to you for listening to things on shuffle. I could never. I do all the time. I go on Spotify and just pick a random Taylor Swift playlist and just circle it. So like, good. I usually I just I just like choose all the like it go into the, the um into my phone and just do like titles and just press shuffle. Like I, I just listen to all the songs I have on my phone on shuffle and just what comes up comes up and I skip if I don't want to hear something. Yeah, that's what I do. 
I mean, I skip even when I don't, like, I don't shuffle. I'm like, they were put in an order for a reason. I'll respect that order. And I save them in an order for a reason as well. So I don't know. I, I never, I never shuffle. I still skip it because I obviously know what songs comes, but I'm like, if I'm not feeling that song, I just skip it. But yeah, I can't shuffle. Oh, the horn. Who was you guys' number one artist? Taylor. Taylor too. What about you guys? I looked up what you said last time about Apple um, having having Apple Music having a having a rap too. I didn't really find it, but I did find that like um, it gives you a playlist of your hundred top songs, and I'm pretty sure on my top songs from 2020, uh, my hundred top songs, like Taylor also got like the most songs, but I, I didn't count it. It was definitely like one of her songs was the top one, so probably mm-hmm. Taylor as well. Taylor, uh, mine was Lord. So, top artist. That was me. Okay. Melodrama, to me, will still be the number one album of my life. No skips. No skips on that album. No matter if it's shuffle, not shuffle, Melodrama has no skip. It is so good. That's why I say 2017 was the best year of my life, because that album came out. I was literally in the top 6%, and like my my top song was Lips by Lloyd. <laughs> And I was like playing it on like shuffle on my phone and like Lloyd songs kept popping up. I'm like, that's just called having good taste is what that is. Mine was Taylor, Olivia Rodrigo, then Doja Cat. Just this random Doja Cat being in there. And I was like, I respect it. I was in Taylor's, I think like 0.5 of listeners. And I was like very proud of that. And then I went to TikTok and there were people like serial. 0.001 and I was like oh yes no. I saw that too they were like literally and then someone on TikTok was Taylor's top listener and I was like is that edited or not because I didn't it was edited it. yes because, because then like, they show like the minutes and it was like more than they, they are in a year so yeah, like, yeah it, was was like, it has to be a very small decimal because I was like oh, how can you be the top I don't know I had trust issues at that time and I was I was getting very jealous I was like how is it you and not me Okay. Do we want to move on to the to the questions, to guest questions, or um, do we have anything else Taylor related? Well, we, what we actually haven't said. Happy birthday, Taylor! Happy birthday, Taylor! Tomorrow's her birthday, and the time of recording this, and I'm going to be celebrating. So I don't know how I'm going to be celebrating. Probably I don't know. Buy cake, eat it by myself. Listen to Taylor Swift music, or say happy late birthday to Evermore. It came out yesterday, last year. So it's, it's been a good few days for Taylor Swift. This happy birthday, happy birthday to Evermore is more than she did, so. Exactly, she ignored it. And I was like, Taylor Swift really ignored Evermore. Disrespect on her part. <laughs> A lot of tweets were saying, Taylor Swift ignored Evermore's birthday, we should ignore hers. <laughs> and I was like, that's mean, but factual. She ignored Evermore's birthday. I can't find the, the guest questions anywhere. So we'll just have to make some up. Do that, that, that works. I mean, you made them up in the first place when we started this, so. Exactly, true. So we usually do guest questions at the end when we finish having fun and hanging out with the guests. So I feel like, I think our first question was, how were you introduced to the show? Like, how did you find out that the show existed the first time around? Julian Pennant. Like, yeah, like most of my hyperfixations because of Tumblr, like I, it was just trendy and I have like a few mutuals who were like into it. And I didn't uh, watch it like, when it came out, I think I went to like three months later, something like that. Because three months later, there were still a lot of people being like, Julian the Phantom, Julian the Phantom, and talking about the season two that still isn't confirmed. But yeah, after three months, I was like, okay, let's let's give it a chance. Who's your favorite character from the show? Like number one character that you always gravitate to when you're watching? I'm so bad with favorites. Like I just, I can choose one for anything because like, they, like I choose one and then, Later is another one, so I feel like maybe, well, I don't know. 
Like, Alex, yeah, <laughs> like Alex. Okay, okay, we're setting the scene. It's season two. You have a small role. What character are you playing in season two? Oh, I like this question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would love to play a villain, like some someone on David's side. Like I don't love him as like what he's doing to the, to the guys. But, like I love to play someone who's like on his side. Like maybe like I have like a role. I don't know what like what part like. I have to like gain the guys' trust and then I betray them. Like mm. those type of roles are so fun to watch. So I feel like if I could, I would. Okay. Favorite song from the track list, which is it? Mm. Wake up. Wake, Wake up. up. Yeah, that's a solid choice. Okay, let's think about it. one last question. If you could change one thing from season one, what would it be? Like change one single detail from season one, what would it be? Reggie is confirmed bisexual because he is like the vibes that I wanted. Like the vibes. That's I confirmation. 100%. 100%. Confirm it. Confirm mm -hmm. it. We need a confirmation. We need a little chat tied up with a nice bow. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was a really fun time. I had the time of my life today with you all. Yeah, yes, thank you for joining us. It was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, it was a lot of we fun. Um, overwhelming because of Layla's description. <laughs> but no, it was so much fun. And now it's making me want to listen to Taylor Moore. So I, I guess am, that's the plus. I'm going to go listen to 1989 with Carrie in mind. Right after we're done. I need to. I'm trying to get on that Carrie train. I miss loving her. And I'm so happy none of you guys did Nick playlist because he would not fit anywhere. Let's be honest. Actually, 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 I'm lying. I wanted to like give him the Christmas album just because. But I was like, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know why. Because I was like, I should give him something. And it's Christmas time, almost, but I didn't do it. I also really like that like, our podcast gets more and more international every time we have a guest, basically. We've had so many different nationalities and and cultural backgrounds by now it's really cool yes it was it's really interesting very exciting to me every single person i still think we should just try to grab as many old guests and just group us all together just for one chaotic for no reason at all just group that would everybody be together. so chaotic and really awesome <laughs> we'll bring everybody back danny we'll bring letty we'll bring we'll bring steph back I'm trying to remember other people's names. You could bring Raven back if they have free time. Um, yeah, and Lane. But I'm Lane as well. And I feel like I'm missing someone, but I don't know. I, I'm sorry. You're listening to this and we forgot your name. But you'll be invited back too. Just know it. Just know it. Definitely. Just a chaotic episode. Or we could just have... I don't know. But I just miss everyone. I just want to see them again. Okay. Is there anything else? Or should we wrap up? And also, do you, Leila, do you want me to wrap up or do you want to wrap up? Please wrap up for me. That was so nerve-wracking in the beginning. I couldn't do it. You did great. Also, what I forgot, Steph, do you want to like plug anything, like social media, something else that you do? Do you want to plug anything? No, not really. <laughs> like, I don't do, I don't want to say that I don't do anything, but I don't do anything. So, like, I'm good. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Instagram and Tumblr as Julie and the Podcasters and on Twitter as JAT Podcasters. You can also email us at julieandthepodcasters at gmail.com or send us a voice message on Anchor. And of course, you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other podcast platforms that allow that. We would love to hear from you, no matter if it's questions, feedback, or your thoughts on the show in general or a specific episode. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends.